it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I like stuffed crust. They do it better than Papa John's. It's the only time I get pizza is when I want stuffed crust. Mm. Recording in progress. But no, but never again, huh? I'll go to Papa John's next time for their inferior stuffed crust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's all right. They're not endorsing us anyways, so. <laughs> we are we are available for for an official pizza. We are available for an official pizza though. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Kyle M at at lrmonline.com. <laughs> oh, what's up Nick? Nick, you ready? I'm ready to do a thing. Then do, do the thing. thing. Hurry All up. All right. Welcome to Marvel Multiverse Mayhem, the Ooh, Marvel craziness. podcast of the Genreverse Podcast Network and lrmonline.com. Um, of course, you can find us there. Um, and on YouTube, uh, we will like people to watch us, our ugly mugs. Well, my ugly mug. Kyle's looking quite <laughs> dapper these days. Uh, of course, I'm joined by Kyle, and we are sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. See, I, I even made it super quick. Yeah, you not did. just getting rid of the pregnant Outstanding. pause. <laughs> I, I like it. Efficient efficiency. There's a great episode of uh, Har, uh, Harvey Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, uh, old uh, uh, Adult Swim cartoon. I need to watch it. It's great, and uh, there's this this whole like corporate ef- efficiency episode where where a guy comes in and you know is trying to cut corners and save money every everywhere, and his name is Divd. It was da- it was David, but he got rid of the vowels <laughs> so <it's> for efficiency. <laughs> so anytime I Nick, I talk about Nick, efficiency, Nick, I it think, still sounds like Nick. Yeah, anytime I talk about efficiency, that's what comes to mind. Call. Yeah, Nick. Oh. But it would the spelling would be more more efficient for you, yeah, you know, I just drop NCK. One, yeah. one letter in my uh, sounds, only sounds a four letter name. <laughs> <laughs> so there, this week we're back with more Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel um, coverage, um, episode four, seeing red. Do we time travel? <laughs> Maybe to the you know, that would be the Marvels. So I guess we did time travel back in time to the week yeah, that Breaking Geek go. Radio, the podcast, was founded. <laughs> Our first episode was Captain Marvel. Well, here, here in the future or the present, talk about Miss Marvel. Um, so, Kyle, what are your general non-spoiler opinions about uh, this fourth outing? Uh, so, this is my least favorite episode so far. Okay, and it's the closest to to a bad episode, but still not bad. Uh, my my two biggest issues. One is incredibly exposition heavy mm-hmm. with just really like two kind of set pieces, you know, two action sequences. If you want, not that the show has to all be yeah. action, but unlike previous episodes where they blended in some of the exposition with, with good character development, this was literally just like, Hey, go, go talk to this person so you can get uh, this in- information and the audience can have it too. Talk not that to- it's I'm just looking up his name while you talk. Oh, and, and not that it's just uh, uh, that the audience, you know, not that the audience didn't need this information. I think it could have. Uh, there you go. Could have been put. Uh, could have been 
delivered to us better. And then the other issue I, I had were some editing issues in the first uh, action sequence at the mm-hmm. at the train station. You can tell where reshoots are and where she is in front of a screen reacting to the other person or even maybe re-delivering lines or, you know, that may have changed or been, been added on, but it took, it took me out of it. And and I know that, and and this is not like a pretentious brag or, or anything like that, but I, I know that I have an eye for, for like, um, uh, composite shots and where CG or where, uh, a, uh, green screen or, or in, the uh, many of Marvel's or Star Wars's cases, the the volume is being used. Like I can kind of see those things more more than average people. Um, I tried to turn. That I think off a lot of gamers. So I don't get distracted. Honestly, I think it's game gamers, dude. I think it's people that uh, and PC gamers at that who are used to super high resolution screens. You know, oh, densely okay. densely packed uh, twenty seven inch monitors at fourteen forty p or four k. You know, we've been running at at hundred and twenty plus hertz for ages. While every console gamer's like, "Oh my god, four k at si- at sixty. and we're like, "Yeah, we we've been there before before." Um, but I think that kind of plays because like even i i hate motion blur even though that's how movies are supposed to look i hate it i want smoothness and i i think that's why i can notice things like that a bit a bit more um and it just bugged me tom cruise (laughs) and christopher mcquarrie kind of led the fight that now everyone all directors say where it's like find the setting on your tv and turn off motion blur because now everything mode yeah because now everything is shot digitally so there is no real motion blur then unless your tv is inventing it Mm -hmm. because it's it's not film where there's motion blur because of frames per second though i think they still use the same amount of frames per second in most things it's 24 24 we've had this we've had this fight before i had to send you links you're right for for film 30 for video digital video stand standard is 30 that's why it looks clear and doesn't need uh motion blur says you you <laughs> but yeah that that's that's really it other than that man o- overall still still a good show still decent um just a little lit down and pacing like you guys could have found a better way to put some of this and even some of this stuff could have come from the the uh clandestines but what do you think man um i think since last episode defied the third or mid episode slump, I think this mm-hmm. episode very much was the fourth episode slump. <laughs> made up for, made up for it. Yeah, because um, I agree with a lot of your comments, especially the exposition. Um, but I also think a lot of the episode was slow because it was spent on the culture and you know seeing a Middle Eastern city of Karachi, which I assume is a real place and not a Marvel place. It's um, a real place. It's right on the other. Um, Right on the, the reason border. it really exists is it's right on the other side of I forget which river, um, but the border of of India, India and Pakistan, and Pakistan okay. during where they uh, where the Brits and the one thing I do love although although Marvel you you could do a little bit better reminding everyone just how awful the the British were <laughs> in, in the era around World War Two with all their imaginary lines and they, and, they make a, they have a uh, line Pakistan about that. India in Iraq when you got like the Kurds the Sunnis and the Shiite Shiites being put all all together uh Israel like like there's a lot of things great great job great great Britain you're just the best nani has some line about that where it's like you know the british drew all these imaginary lines mm-hmm. that separate culture that separate the same culture yeah. and um and i've actually have a lot to say is that being a metaphor 
later in, in the spoiler section that there really is what we learn later in the episode really does feel like a metaphor for the splitting of cultures and countries with this imaginary line the British drew that separates the worlds and the fact that we see Hindi and Uni, I think, is that how it's pronounced? We see two different languages also be used depending on which character is talking. Uh, I wrote Pakistan it down. has a lot of Pashto and Farsi, don't don't they? They might have said a different la- language, and it might have been one of the Indian uh, dialects or uh, other uh, languages spoken in, in in India itself. I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure. Definitely. Oh, Un- Urdo, as I wrote down in Hindi. Um, so, because I want to discuss the separation, I what we see in the in the spoiler section is Pashto, I find is a metaphor Sindhi. for uh, sure. both the separation of worlds in the imaginary line and also you know, the, all the cultures that come together in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So like some scenes, sorry, some scenes have, uh, the Avengers are calling me. That's my ringtone. But some scenes with, uh, you know, like one scene they'll be speaking one language, the next scene will be Hindi, depending on who, which characters are talking. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I agree with you. I do think the, I don't notice things like reshoots and green screen. Cause even if I did, I tried to turn that part of my, I try to turn my, I do turn my filmmaking brain off and I've lost a lot of knowledge about filmmaking because I'm like, I don't want to remember how this kind of thing is shot. I just want to <laughs> enjoy. But because um, I really think the fight choreography is some of the best we've seen in any Marvel show. No, not, not by so? a long shot. No, man. Especially, especially the first. Well, that one was know, terrible, fight. but I find um, the final even, fight looked pretty good. No, I'll say I'll say this. They did a they did a in city chase a lot better than uh book a book mm. book of Boba Fett book because of they Boba had, Fett had, they had a little bit of uh, oh that was awful what, a little <laughs> bit um oh, what's the word that kind of like jumping off the walls uh they did a lot of it in Casino Royale oh like parkour yeah there's like parkour type scenes they do better. I also thought they did it better than Moon Knight, just as far as uh, a chase in a foreign city. Um, because um, Moon Knight really didn't have much action in those scenes. No, not really. There was not a, some really. rooftop jumping, and that was about yeah. it. Um, but here we get, you know, some parkour, some choreographed fight scenes, like in alleys, and some, and then a car chase. Well, car chase of sorts, because there aren't any car yeah. cars um, involved. The bus and whatever they call the uh, little tiny. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't a, a bus. It was a we call them jingle trucks. Uh, okay. When we were in Afghanistan, and and because uh, they're very similar, they have all sorts of decorations painted. Yeah. Just just like that, and often they have things that hang hang off them, and make jingle as they move down down the road. So. And I really appreciate um, yeah. that they have been. Um, Marvel lately has been not afraid to because they. Ha- I, I assume they actually shoot in these cities unless they're using the Some volume them, for closer fight scenes. Like some of them, we I'm got not some sure Cairo. They're they were definitely shot. In, I don't know if it was Karachi, but um, they definitely shot it somewhere outside of the United States, which is you know when you're trying to do the Islamic culture, it's very cool that they're diving into that, even if it is slowing down a lot a bit. Um, uh, you might be surprised. Keep talking. I'm looking something up. Okay. Well, I'm almost done with my uh, non-spoiler thought. But just some things. Um, that would only be spoilers for past episodes. They have a sign that calls Karachi the city of lights. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, they come from the light dimension, 
the uh, djinn or the clandestines. Um, so there's a lot of cool kind of metaphor stuff in this episode that I really appreciated. Did we able to find where they shot? Some of it's obviously in the volume, but um, mostly this and Moon Knight look like they're shot on location, even if it's not in a foreign Thai- city. Thailand, and they used Bangkok. Okay, so at least they're trying to like, it's, mm. we're not shooting on a green screen. We're going to a lo- yeah. location. Fourth, fourth and fifth episodes uh, in Thailand, uh, specifically Bangkok, uh, according to Wiki, uh, and they are citing um, Variety. So does that mean we have to spend at least another half? And I want her to get back to Jersey and have the costume that they're slowly putting together, which is really cool. How her costume, and that's not really a spoiler either. She she uses the mask for the first time. Mm -hmm. She gets like this sacred, like uh, almost like jacket. It's not really a jacket, but it's also not just robes over her shoulder. Yeah, it's a vest. It's exactly what it is. (laughs) So like her costume is slowly. It's probably got a different different name, but for for those that need a vision, for those that need a visual, it's a vest. It's a long vest. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's kind of I like that her costume slowly coming together rather than like a little montage where like Mm -hmm. Spider Man draws his costume. Even though I love montage and Sam Raimi Spider Man. But yeah, ready to get into spoilers after a word after from this. our sponsor. There you go. I like it. Yeah, take it away, guys. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design, and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Yay, dude. First, uh, GrowGen, thanks for sponsoring. Guys, if you're growing stuff and not just, you know, you certain know stuff, you can use uh, you can use them for, for a lot of home home mm-hmm. uh, uh, garden and, and growing uh, projects. So, yeah, and let them know that, that the uh, Genreverse and LRM sent you. Let them know we sent you. So let's get into <laughs> spoilers. Um, as I kind of alluded to initially, um, the metaphor based on the real life history is the idea that their realm, uh, the light realm, nor or null realm. I, I didn't write it down this week. I don't think they actually said the name of it. Well, he probably did. It's in that, that big it's that exposition word for light, scene. If I'm not mistaken, it yeah. is. Um, is unlike Asgard, which is considered a realm, it's over us. Like it's there, but we can't see it in a way. Um, he even dimension you know, Wally, is what they call it. I, th- I thought they called it a realm in this episode. He uses both. Okay. He uses both. They, um, and and that's part of Marvel's issue with their whole multiverse because they oh, also have right. used dimension, universe, time, timeline. Yeah, they're getting a little... And this, since we're in spoilers, there's time shit going on as well, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to, I have a see question what about happens that with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he literally says, he calls it a realm at some place. But his literal line is many dimensions around us we cannot see mm-hmm. in reference to, you know, and and the big uh, twist, not really twist we get is they're not just trying to go home. They're trying to bake, break the barrier and their realm dimension universe would yeah. swallow ours up, well, basically. I'm wondering if it's a case of that's not their intent. They really do just want to go home and consequences be damned you know yeah and i don't even know if they know the consequence i'm guessing at least one of one of the clandestine uh gen do know that it would be bad but i don't know if all of them necessarily know that um i like but that, yeah. the desperation Class- to get home thing. no matter yeah. what um 
and it's very, very interesting that Dog Nani has Nani knows that she is a uh, uh, gin slash clandestine, and she's like, she's not worried about getting home. She's like, ah, oh, that's, that's who I am. It's genetics. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, who cares? I'm just living my life here in a in a Karachi. Um, yep. Did you really notice that as a metaphor, or you really? I mean, I, I saw it. It's it's easy to see, and it's a it's a, a good story to tell, and a and a good way to kind of blend this uh, MCU version of uh, Kamala slash Miss Miss Marvel. You know, um, the way it looks, and and Brian had read more comics involving yeah. uh, this character than I had, uh, but this feels a lot more real and a lot better thought out than many of the the comics did and i'm not an avid reader of the of the miss no, marvel comics or Ms. things marvel, or things where she was Avengers. even right um but i'm not a big cape book reader these days anyways and it really wasn't meant for me it's meant for younger Mar- marvel fans originally so um this has yeah man it's it's fine i i get it i see it because i was gonna add, i mean i know you didn't know the answer but obviously they've changed her origin completely. But I wonder if the Red mm-hmm. Daggers, whose uh, assignment is to protect people from sights unseen, if they are actually part of her history, uh, the comics history in some way. Um, uh, they were very it, interesting. Um, looks like he's one character, um, Kareem. Uh, it's the guy that, that she has the, the fight with. Me. And it, seemed, yeah, it seems like they... Uh, they just created, they took his name and he was created in 2016, first appearing in Miss Marvel Volume 4. Okay, so number pretty 12. early on. Yeah, he's, uh, and Fourth all they arc. did was take his, his name and turned it into an or uh, into an organization as well. So Well, they yeah, do refer to him specifically also as Red Dagger. At a I thought they point. said that we are the Red Dagger. They did, but at one point he's okay. called Red Dagger as he's like running away. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds okay. me of the Nova Cora than Nova. Yeah. Yeah. Um from the comics. Um so other exposition. Um he didn't know that the bangle Walid, which I'm butchering the pronunciation, I'm sure I watched it with subtitles, so I wrote it down mm-hmm. the way it was spelt. Um he didn't know about the inscription and the description kind of inscription kind of plays into what her friend told her that um what you seek well not really what you seek is seeking you oh it's a it's a giant Keone. stuffed animal <laughs> it's a giant flying sloth Terrific oh i like that thing yeah um so i love seeing dodc i want them incorporated into a lot more shows it kind of feels like they were wasted after uh spider-man homecoming what do you love about it? Because just, here we just had them abuse someone and then get a get away. They had no. It, that was one lazy bit of of writing. There's I just one like guard. seeing them around as part of the world. Oh, I, I guess like that's fine. Sword fine, or shield that, or hydra. That uh, that usage of them. One, they're transporting dangerous people. Yeah. There's one one guard, and then someone else someone else comes by, and somehow they're they're able to get out of it. Look, it looked like they were pretty deep in the in the prison and they were able to get all the way out with, with little to, to no, they to left no trouble. That behind. was bad. That was, just, that was awful writing. They, that was just, they ugh. just use this instead of uh, the, no, cause this exists and they still have the raft. Cause Zemo yeah, was sent back raft, to the so, raft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not back to Zemo. Actually and there's also the raft. 
there's also the Gamma Prison we're gonna see in in uh, She Hulk. Yeah, so, if She Hulk's any good. Yeah, still that was that was just lazy writing, and it and it really makes me go back. You guys would want to check out our our last episode about what they're trying trying to message with the ODC and how it's landing and the usage of them again here just shows that mm-hmm. really I think they're doing that straddle the fence type thing, leave it up up to other people, even though in universe it's they don't like supers and I think that's gonna be uh, maybe where Trask shows up when they bring in in the uh mutants or whatnot. You know, that I think oh. I think the ODC is part of that. If I think they haven't used that this character some, too much in the past. Yeah, I, I think I, I just you know for for reference, yeah. I think that's where they're going to come up with with the anti mutant like feelings. They are kind of we won't go into as deep as we did last week, even though it was fun. But yeah, they are kind of using them as they're in a way bad guys, even though like it would have been fun. I know they don't have the budget and the actors for it, but it would have been fun to almost treat like an Arkham. I, I was hoping they'd watch oh. walk past some cells and we see like someone from a past movie. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, let me like even Justin Hammer or someone like, <laughs> let, me <out. laughs> let me out. But um, some other things I do like, I mean, the exposition was poorly done, but I do like that we've learned more about the dimensions yeah. and the consequences. Um, some other cool things that were said. Um, I have a few quotes here. I liked his line, which is very fun. Where he's like, if Thor landed here, they would have called him a djinn. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just like Thor landed in, uh, not Asgard, Norway. So he's a Norwegian god. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the idea that's like, if the aliens are the other dimension people, you know, depending where they land, which further makes me think that the Egyptian gods are from another realm or dimension in uh um yeah i believe so as well before we didn't know we're like maybe they are egyptian gods or and i don't know that's about really all i have to say about the episode i like the driving joke where the when she tried to drive the first thing Mm -hmm. she did was back into a truck you know just call back and oh here's the last question i have and then you can go into your favorite or least favorite parts yeah that cat's stuck Harry, be on the show. <laughs> you need so far, you only, you only get her tail. Yeah. <laughs> She's just out of frame. And my cat has no tail, so good luck for that. Um, the, the red dagger do not have superpowers, right? Uh, it looked like they had some definite enhanced strength it and agility like to, like to me. did, but I almost feel like they're doing a, a Zack Snyder Watchmen thing. Because they never mention, I mean, they don't have to reveal themselves. Where it's like yeah. they're just really good fighters, but Zack Maybe. Snyder exaggerated it. Where it's like these normal humans can punch through. <laughs> Not as bad Maybe. as Zack Snyder, because in that they don't have I don't any know. superpowers dude, either. Dude did throw daggers and in, into uh, brick walls, so yeah. I don't necessarily think they are even Spider-Man strong, but no, um, they're not even uh, Jin strong or clandestine strong, obviously. They do some clever fighting, but they most yeah. They might have something. Go away. In the end, they got their ass kicked without uh, Miss Marvel's powers. Yeah. So anything like what's other favorite things you didn't like within the spoiler section? Um, I mean, not not really. Um, like I said, man. Overall, it was a it was still a a fine episode. It was just exposition heavy, and some uh poor uh editing choices or even uh lack of options you know i don't know what 
caused her to have to refilm some some things that they used in there, but something something changed, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't that. Maybe uh, as the Marvel script comes together, they're making changes for Maybe. that. Maybe. That's obviously what we'll see a lot of these characters next. Um, my only curiosity is like the, uh, you know, the very end when she's, you know, when the bangle is hit by uh, the clandestine oh, yeah. uh, leader and she's sent, sent back to uh, the last train out of out of India to, you know, uh, where her her great grandmother or yeah, great grandmother, yeah, great, great grandmother uh, disappears from. So. Uh, I'm curious as to that. I made a joke with Christine that uh, what's her name from from uh, uh, Russian doll would be waiting there with a cigarette. Like first first time traveling through time. Yeah, it's it's. A I need bitch. to finish season two. But do you it think it is time travel or do you think it is a vision? Uh, I honestly don't don't know because I was going to ask that, but I forgot. She <laughs> maybe. I mean, I I honestly don't know. I don't know, man, because it. it it seems like something was kind of activated and she, she fell through something it looked, but as long as it lands right, it could, it could be either or. And my God, there are a lot of extras in this show, especially that scene. Like, yeah. They made that look so authentic and there's so many extras. Um, And I guess the last Better's, thing I wanted to bring up dark. is that it could be a bunch of composite C- CGI true. layered layered extras. Yeah, like even maybe. Saving Brian, Saving Private Ryan did that where they had a few people on the beach and then they had more and they composited and composited. Yeah, um, could be. Now would make a lot of sense because that's a lot of people in this tight space, especially mm-hmm. since this is probably a set, not a location. Um, yeah, maybe volume. Maybe they shot her separately in the volume and they shot that. Um, maybe. But um, last thing, it's dark, so it's harder. To yeah, tell. yeah. They give it that like we're back in time tint of like everything's yeah. more gray and stuff. Um, and it's also a dark time period and dark day in general as far as what's going on. Not yeah. where the sun would. And it is night, I guess. <laughs> but it definitely gave it like a different filter when they, she went back in time or had a vision. Um, and then of course Nani confirms the story that. It was a trail of stars because I think yeah, she was wearing. Letter. I think she mentioned she was wearing it, and so the trail so, of stars yeah. either would have been, or if she wasn't wearing it, maybe it is time travel, and maybe Kamala starts the trail of stars. Could be, you know, that whole time travel. Yeah. Like I have to go back and do this so that this happens. You know, yep. different than Avengers time travel. Actually, <laughs> the the way Fry the way the way Fry becomes his own grandfather type of. Uh... Thing that has to happen or even like <laughs> I terminator love, i love that movie. i love that show so much oh god futurama anyways we're wrapping up miss marvel not yeah. fu- not futurama so overall again i agree with kyle enjoyable show i think this was the worst episode because even the other episodes with not a lot of fight scenes like i i enjoyed the ramping up you know her in jersey mm-hmm. with her friends slowly learning even having that training montage that Spider-Man or almost or Iron Man or whoever would have someone like yeah. Thor doesn't need it, obviously. But yeah. um yeah. What would um, you grade this episode then, Nick? Just a B. I wouldn't even really? go minus or plus. Just a B. Uh, the, this... Maybe B minus. I'm the ending I thought made up for most of the rest of the episodes. I'll stay with B. 
Uh, right, right now, I will give it a a, a C plus. I knew but, you were going to uh, say that. I don't know why. It could, uh, it could, depending on what they they do next episode, maybe eke up to to B minus. I I don't know, but it's it's at least a C plus. So yeah. Cool. I'm ready to end end the show. I can end the show yeah. right now. Sure. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. Um, we are just a small part of a larger universe. Ah, see what I did there um, on yeah, the Genreverse nice. Podcast Network, which is also found on LRMOnline.com. Listen to us wherever there is podcasts, wherever there are podcasts. Um, <laughs> Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple, you know, all the good yeah. places. Watch us on YouTube. Maybe you just want to listen to us on YouTube because you're that's easier for you to access than downloading a streaming service. Um Throw, I throw us on in the background like I do, even though I'm on the episodes. I often watch them while playing video games, which makes me vain, um, especially since my friend was like, uh, you don't listen to other podcasts. You don't listen to your own podcasts. But um, we also have many other great podcasts on the Genreverse Podcast Network. Uh, Daily Cog has returned. It's been the grave. Three days in a row so, so far. And some Marvel news. Oh, and one last bit of Marvel news that kind of corrects Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, is that Marvel will be at San Diego Comic Con. Yes. So expect to hear some news then Shocking. about Phase Five and where we're headed. Um, we also have Anime Versal reviews. Kyle's, I forgot the name of your reactions, but Kyle's reaction videos. Genre shot. Genre shot. Um, the Cantina, us, and of course Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. I'm not leaving any out, am I? Nope, you got comic sources on there, but it's not really. It's on the website. I don't think it's part. Yeah, of the they're on the web. Podcast. They're on LRM yeah. on online. You want to hear Jace listen to talk about comics and head over to lrmonline.com. And uh, with that, Excelsior. Enough said. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.